Slice Audio. All right, we made it to October. October 7th. The world hasn't ended yet. Um, you know, we should, I have, we got some cool news. Actually, I have a, I have another advertiser to add. I've actually been working on this for a while and like, I'm really pumped that this is working out because I really believe in this product and like, I feel really good about this partnership. Like these guys, and these guys are super cool. Um, just kind of learning some of the players over at, uh, at, uh, on it. We are now, um, brought this stupid podcast that i can't believe you're listening to is uh sponsored by on it o-n-n-i-t if you don't know what on it is it is a health and fitness like total human like total human optimization company and they have supplements and they have exercise equipment and they're one of the fastest growing health and fitness companies in the world and they have a huge um diverse lineup of products um and like the one that I know about the most, it's called Alpha Brain. <clears throat> I have I have a terrible memory, and and I have a and and I have an awful time keeping things together. And so I use this, and and I love it. And I'm I'm like, and th- some of you might be going, "Holy shit, he's that forgetful!" And he's taking this stuff, but like, um, it, you know, it really does work. It makes it helps. It it um it is, it, I I can remember names and places. I can focus on more complex tasks easier I think um, I um, I think my mental reaction is faster with it um, it's it's pretty cool man it's a supplement called alpha brain and they also have and actually I ordered some of this because I don't know some of the rest of them but new mood which is um, it's a nootropic um, it kind of helps you relax and focus and shroom tech sport and they've got kettlebells they've got all of this stuff you should really check them out um, you can save 10% and this is how you can support the show. So go to onit.com, which is O N N I T.com slash Murdoch, which is M U R D O C or, and, um, I actually, I haven't put it up yet. I should have edited the website before I started recording this, but, um, in the next day or so you can go to murdochjones.com. There'll be a link there as well. Um, they're a brand new sponsor of the show and it, um, I'm just, I'm really excited. I got like, that's a, that I'm like, that's a really big deal that I got that accomplished and I've been working on it really hard. And this company is really bitching and, and their stuff works, man. It, it's, it's science and very natural and it's, and it's time tested strategies that help people get to their peak performance. And that doesn't mean you need to be a professional athlete. You could be a doughy guy like me just doing a podcast, or you can just be a better dad or whatever, whatever you want to do with it. But um, on it.com slash Murdoch, you can get 10% off of anything in the store. And I appreciate you supporting them because they're supporting me. Um, also, if you're looking for that bitchin' vacation, book VIP dot com go to murdochjones.com click on the book vip link you can save like an average of 83 percent on your vacation you want to go to cancun bring the snot-nosed little kids and save a bunch of money rock and roll go to murdochjones.com click on my book vip link hey maybe you think god It'd be nice to get away with the wife or the spouse or the whoever you want to get away with. We haven't been away forever. And they've got all these guidelines set up and you can travel pretty safely and 
you know, it's at your own risk, as everybody knows. But right now you can take advantage of some mega deals. And all you got to do is go to MurdochJones.com and click on the book VIP link. There. There's your advertising portion of the show. Um, like, I don't, I'm not trying to be an asshole about this, but like, it really took a while to put that on it thing together. And those guys are super cool. And like, let's all be honest about how, when you start a podcast, you have absolutely no listeners and you slowly build it and slowly build it and slowly build it. And eventually it's this thing and it can, you know, make you a little coin. There's like 800,000 podcasts in the world. Like six of them make a shit ton of money and 600 of them make a little bit of money. We're aiming for one of the 600 folks and like getting these on it deals is how you pull it off. And so thanks for, um, I don't know. Thanks, I guess. I guess I'm taking a bow because I got an advertiser like a narcissistic asshole. But I mean, you know, it took me a while to do it. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay. I have a I have a theory. I'd like to start here. Let's just start here. A few episodes back, we introduced what is called the redneck pendulum theory. But now we'll give you a quick recap or you can go back to the episode and and get the get the full, you know, long version of it. But I'll give you the cliff notes right now. Basically, everything's on a pendulum on any given scale, okay? And the redneck pendulum has swung way too hard into redneck and it is causing a bunch it like it's causing a lot of these problems right now it's causing it it's why social media is a train wreck because these dumb rednecks just don't know any better and and listen i know how you might hear that and react and if you're thinking maybe i'm not talking about your side oh boy no it's all of you all of you all of you that are too extreme and you don't know how to check a source, it's just too much dumb redneck. I'll give you the example that I used in the first time. Uh, Hank Williams, whatever number it was on, is always on Fox News spouting about country music, this and that, because he's a good little character. He's like a little, he's like, he's like their Kramer on the Seinfeld show, right? And when he's just talking about twanging guitars and drinking beer, right on. That's the Hank Williams we all deserve, and that's the Hank Williams we need. Then Hank Williams starts talking about fucking Israeli-Palestine relations, and we've gone way too far over the redneck pendulum. And it's rednecks that have to fix it. And this is where, this is where you smart rednecks got to pay attention. A, a, a liberal NPR hipster mustache douche can't fix the redneck because the redneck doesn't speak liberal hipster douche. They, they don't have the same language. The parts don't work. The batteries don't plug in. You got to have a redneck. You got to have a smart redneck fix the dumb redneck, and that's not happening, and that's how we have our current president. Whether you want to agree with me or not, that is 1,000% the fucking truth. Aside, I've had an, I've had a, I've got, I've got a, maybe, let's call this a historical perspective. Oh, my super trumper fans who listen to this show just got a little itchy. Just hang in with me, man. Just hang in. It's okay. I, that doesn't mean I think you're an asshole. That means I that we 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 differ on one thing. That doesn't mean it's the end of everything. Just I know you're a little itchy right now, but I'm gonna say something a little kind of you know red state beautiful here and within about thirty minutes, and it'll work the fuck out. So just hang in with me. Back to the redneck pendulum. Historically speaking, I feel like I have a a, a theory on when we should have saw the signs of the redneck pendulum being too far redneck. 
It doesn't need to be too far unredneck. We need some redneck. It needs to be in the middle. But around the time the movie Armageddon came out, that should have been a very, very, very obvious sign. Let's Google, when did this come out? <clears throat> okay. If, by the way, if you, if you live on the moon and uh, somehow you've never seen the movie Armageddon, I, I, you need to pause this show, set aside two hours, understand you will never get it back, and really get just 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 suspend all whatever <laughs> and just you know just just hang in there just like my trumper friends who are itchy right now just hang in there just go through the whole movie and then come back to this show i mean almost no one hasn't seen armageddon right almost everybody has seen this movie or at least know what this movie is okay here's my thing this is a michael bay movie uh, directed uh, by by uh, or I'm sorry, pr- directed by Michael Bay, produced by Jerry Bruckheimer. Those two names right away should be a big warning flag because there's lots of unnecessary helicopter fly-in shots, and there's a lot, you know, it's just like if you hear those names, I'm not saying Bruckheimer doesn't make good movies. I'm not saying Michael Bay can't direct a movie. I've never directed a movie day in my life. I'm saying just. The Armageddon's plotline being made a major motion picture and a bunch of dumb Americans really enjoying it, which made a lot of other Americans also kind of enjoy it. Because there are parts of this movie I find enjoyable, but that should have been a very large warning sign. Alarm bells should be ringing when a movie about Bruce Willis, who is an oil roughneck driller, is the only person qualified on Earth to save it from a meteor by drilling. Like that whole movie happened. And a shit ton of super famous people are in it. Steve Buscemi, Keith David, Michael Clark Duncan, the what's his name? One of the Wilson, Owen Wilson, uh, Liv Tyler, fucking Billy Bob Thornton's in this movie. Batman, Ben Affleck's in this movie. And like, no one hates him. Because it was way before everybody hated Ben Affleck, which is a shame, by the way. Ben Affleck, sidebar. Um, let me, we're going to come back to the redneck pendulum theory. Ben Affleck is okay, I think. I think you all need to ease off Ben. Like, I think the guy's pretty talented. And so, all right, you know, it got a little goofy there when he married, what's her name? When did the whole thing, uh, what's the what's the Geely movie? Was that J-Lo? That, that got, you know, that got, it got a little dark there. But like, hear me out. It was jennifer lopez or whoever wasn't it jennifer lopez it had to be jennifer lopez i can barely even remember now um i don't really feel like going to his wikipedia page anyways i think we're all a little hard on ben affleck i think if you look at his body of work it's pretty good i like listen i know he gets on some television shows and sounds like a dipshit once in a while but like you know he's a dipshit once in a while everybody is Got some. He's got Golden Globes. He's got. Let's look at the. Let's look at Ben. Let's look at the Ben Affleck filmography section, and go th- and go through what we know here. And we can start. Like we can generally start at Dazed and Confused. He played the asshole. He's a good actor. Everyone just thought he was an asshole. That's because he's doing his job. He was pretty good. In Mallrats as the as the. Well, he was pretty creepy in that. All right, chasing Amy. All right, but that's just it. He plays a good asshole. Then Goodwill Hunting, Shakespeare in Love, great in that movie. And I don't know a bunch of you dudes are saying right now, oh my God, he's admitting Shakespeare in Love is a good movie. That is a great movie. 
Um, gets a little dicey in the in the forces of nature. Two hundred cigarettes, you know, reindeer games. That was pretty bad. Then we come back though, year two thousand, boiler room. He's in that movie for sixteen seconds, but he's got the best monologue of the movie. That's a killer movie. Then it gets a little dicey, but like a lot of paychecks here, man. That's hard money to turn down. What are you gonna turn it down? Then he's in. Then like he has a couple bummers, and he comes back. Some of all fears. That's a pretty good movie. Then you have something like Daredevil. Oh yeah, Geely. That's what it was. Two thousand three. Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez. God, Al Pacino was in that movie. Oofda. Al Pacino took some dark roles in the early 2000s. I mean, it was ridiculous. Ben Affleck, man. Gone Baby Gone, Smoking Aces, State of Play, The Town, Argo, Gone Girl. He's in some pretty... Man, they're going to make another Batman movie with him. I didn't love the Batman part. But like, I'll give him another shot. All right, that's enough Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck then, end of sidebar, back to Armageddon being an alarm bell for the redneck pendulum theory. Here's, okay, so maybe you're maybe you're saying to me, oh, I don't know, Armageddon, that's a great piece of American cinema right right then and there. You know, that that whole thing, I think you're being a little hard on uh, on Mr. Michael Bay and Jerry Bruckheimer. I disagree, but let me let me add more evidence, and I can add in more alarm bells. There is a string of Nick Cage movies around the same time as kind of Armageddon that really should have also pointed out some ridiculousness that was going on. Like, you know, like I'm with Nick Cage in a lot of things. Fast Times, Rumblefish, Peggy Sue Got Married, Raising Arizona. That's a killer movie. You know what I mean? Honeymoon in Vegas. All right, I guess. Um... What's that stupid lottery ticket movie he was in? It could happen to you. All right, paycheck, but whatever. Leaving Las Vegas, maybe one of the coolest, all the saddest movies. But then we get into, oh, see, it's the same time frame. Here, this is, I'm telling you, this is proof. Armageddon came out in 1998. That movie is too dumb to be as popular as it is. That movie should be on the sci-fi channel with a bunch of really shitty actors, but no, they jam Bruce Willis and all these famous people in it, and we can't get enough of it. Just popcorn and, you know, 72 ounces of soda. Man, let's also get some pretzels and 47 boxes of candies. Just keep us fat and stupid and watching Armageddon. And then Nick Cage comes in with 1996's The Rock, which is... Generally speaking, one of the dumber movies I've ever seen, but you watch it. I'm not saying I'm above this, by the way. I'm with you. I've seen The Rock a hundred times. I kind of like watching it because it's pretty dumb and I like it, but I fear there's not enough people who understand how dumb it is, and I get that makes me sound a little bougie, but may I offer more evidence as we head to 1997 with Con Air and Face Off, which Adding another sweetener here was John Travolta and John Woo, who was the director, where they made a movie, I think because somebody had to pay off a bet, where John Travolta and Nick Cage switch faces and have a face-off. Get it? There were signs. All I'm saying is there were signs. I'm not saying we could have done anything about it. I'm just saying there were signs. 
And I would continue, by the way, into the year 2000 because Gone in 60 Seconds was a thing. And, you know, I would maybe count National Treasure just a little bit, but I happen to really like American history. So if I take my personal, you know, whatever out of it, I don't think it got right again until about Lord of War. What is that? 05, 06, kind of? And then it just, then the taxes. And like, then we all just have to give, then it didn't matter. He was just taking the gigs because he needed, he makes 17 movies a year and puts it right on Netflix because he owes 17 million and whatever. Nick Cage is working through it, man. He's got to keep that island paid for. You let Nick Cage take whatever role he wants. My only point is not on and any of these people being good actors. I'm not picking on Bruce Willis. I, I think Nick Cage is probably super cool if you meet him in person. I'm, I'm, I'm not laying this at the feet of Nick Cage, John Travolta, Bruce Willis, or even Jerry Bruckheimer. This is our fault. Smart rednecks didn't say anything. We just kind of let it happen. That's right. I call myself a smart redneck. But, like, you know what? We didn't. We Right then and there, we should have went, okay, like, this is fine. But after this, we got to read some books. And then the next vacation we take can't be all-inclusive. That was the jo- that was our job. We failed. We should have known better, man. You can't <laughs> you like you can't just make Armageddon and not think you're gonna have to not pay for it down the road. This is this is where we are right now. So be looking for what the warning signals might be. If you're watching too much Armageddon, you gotta balance that out. I'm not saying you gotta become a road scholar. You just gotta keep it in the middle a little bit. Watch all the Armageddon you want. Then sneak in a documentary. And not one of these fuck-off documentaries about fat people being weird. I mean an actual documentary where you learn something and you're interested. can be about whatever you want. Cooking. It doesn't have to be about history. I love the ones about history. It can even be kind of the campy ones that the History Channel makes that are largely kind of bullshit and rewritten by corporate America because there's advertising involved. But still, it's on the dartboard, man. So that is my update to the redneck pendulum theory. There were signs. I encourage you, if you would like to tell me how wrong I am, like right there, right. I'm like, let's say the world's biggest Armageddon fan is listening to this right now. And that person is still listening to this show. I give you an opportunity to hit up the retraction section of the website, MurdochJones.com, which is somehow, what do we call it? It's somehow brought to you by Black Hills Dyer. What did we call it last week? Oh, shit. I can plot the, I don't, here's the problem with this show. I don't re-listen to them. I just kind of put them up and then see what happens. So I don't always remember if I'm in a, if I'm in the zone and I'm just kind of yabbering, I won't remember a lot of it. I believe it, but I just, I talk a lot, man. You can't save it all in the hard drive. What did we call it? Something that rhymed with retraction. Traction? Traction of retraction? I don't know. I'll go back and listen to it. Anyways, to you, the Armageddon movie fan, feel free to hit me up. MurdochJones.com. You can tell me exactly what you think is wrong. Also, if you find yourself a retraction, you get a testimonial on the website because I've only been wrong once. I'm tw- this is the 21st episode, and I believe I've only been wrong one time. At least that you can prove. I welcome you to go back through the archives and tell me all you want. Maybe if you get to five, I'll give you 20 bucks. But I'm telling you, I don't think I'm right wrong. 
I don't know if I'm that right either, though, so I'm hoping none of you actually take me up on that. <laughs> if you do, you better share the love or at least support some advertisers. Come on, goddammit. Um, okay, I want to move on to... Oh, I should give you... So we're through self-care September, and we have started Sober October. Um, I'm not making like a big deal about it. And I know this is Rogan's thing. I'm not trying to make it like this is my thing by any means. I'm just, I'm on the bandwagon. I'm with him. All shit, man. Joe Rogan, I'm with you. I'm, I'm doing it not, but like every time I say I'm doing sober October, the reactions have been a little like, I've like, is it court prescribed or is it court ordered? No, it's not. I'm not, I'm not in trouble. I, you know, there's no like. I've, I have, and I started early. I haven't had a drink since when's the last time I had a drink? Um, the 26th of September, I had a drink. So what's that? We're all, we're a week and a half ish, not quite two weeks. Oh, look who is joining us. Entering the podcast for the first time is my son, Tanner. Hi, Tanner. Hello. How are you? Good. Tanner is the son, by the way, who said that he hates podcasts, which you do. Yes. You got to be up close to the microphone here. Got to get it. There you go. So you hate podcasts. It's my attention span. But you told me you would listen to this podcast after I died. Yeah. So that like you, that has to happen. Oh yeah. No, that's fair. Oh my God. You know what's going to happen? Like, let's say it's 50 years from now and I kick the bucket. You're going to be listening to this after I'm dead. And it'll be pretty close to when I'm died because we're 21 episodes in. It's going to be a trip. Wow. You're going let me let me talk to you in that. Oh, this is kind of fun. It's okay, man. Everything's going to be okay. How does that make you feel? Weird. <laughs> um, okay. We feel free to just chime in on anything you want. Right. What's on what's on the mind of uh, an 18-year-old? Rapid City Stevens High School senior. RCAS is stupid, but what's new there? School is stupid. That is the most eighteen-year-old answer. You're gonna hear, like, you're gonna also hear that when I'm dead, and you're gonna be like, "Boy, was I dumb." <laughs> but you, you know, you can't see that yeah. yet, man. Okay, so like, right before you walked in, we, I, so like, last month was self-care September. Oh. Which you notice with the yoga and the blah, blah, blah. Okay. This month is sober October. So mm. I have not had uh, anything since the 26th. Hmm. Nice. And, well, and I don't like, this is, what I was, this, is, this is all you missed in the conversation that you're currently in. I don't feel any different. Like, I don't feel any better or worse. Right. I'm large, I'm, I'm indifferent about it like i don't i'm not like oh my god i wish i had a drink which i did think i would actually be like i thought i didn't think i would get like the shakes or anything but i thought i would be like man i could just use a whiskey it's been a long whatever you know yeah but it hasn't happened that makes me kind of happy that means i wasn't as much of a drunk as i thought i might have been in my head which is always good you know father of the year over here at least you're not a drunk i'm not a drunk turns out it's all right um, anyways, I started early so I could make sure if I ended up wanting to have some drinks around Halloween, I could still pull that off. 
So I'm a little bit of a drunk. <laughs> I mean, if you start early, you can end late. Right. You know? I started on the 27th. Therefore, I get four days. So if I make it to the one, two, three, four, if I make, I just got to get to the 28th. You can still celebrate the spooky season. Sober October. Mostly. Um, oh, do you want to weigh in? Okay, so these the audience here knows that I've been listening to a lot of Outlaw Country. Mm. Would you like to weigh in on your honest opinion of how much Outlaw Country has been playing in the house? Well, it's not very often that you wake up at like 6.30. You get out of the shower, maybe 7.00. You walk upstairs and it's... First off, pause one second. You're taking a half hour shower? This is why I don't have any hot water. Well. Okay, continue. Um, so, you know, when I walk up the stairs around 7.15 to 7.30, I'm expecting silence. Instead, Hold I... Hold on a second. It's never silence. There's always some noise. Yeah, but not Spotify on the TV playing... Meth country, Texas, <laughs> cow, cowboy trash. I know. Isn't it great? <laughs> it's different. It's not different. terrible. Okay. I thought you would give it honest, like you just hate it. I mean, it's not great. It's pretty great. I mean. I feel like if you had a little more m- miles on the tires, you would, you know. Like, I don't feel like you agreed. really get it until you kind of have some. Like, you, I think you need to love, not in like the love sense, but like. You need to gain, lose, gain in order to really, truly appreciate country music. Especially, and like, I'm not talking Florida Georgia Line. I'm not fucking, you know. I'm talking yeah, no, Outlaw, yeah. Tyler Childers, Sturgill Simpson, Badass, Waylon Jennings, Willie Nelson. Agreed. I mean, who doesn't like some good old Waylon Jennings or some Willie Nelson? You just aren't into the newer stuff. No, not really. I don't believe you're into the older stuff either. I mean, kind of. But I think of one of your, like, but I'm trying to get into, like, I'm trying to understand trap. Let's switch. Let's let's volley it back to your side. (laughs) No, like, okay, this is, I've been on this kick for like six or seven months. I think when you stop embracing the new thing, that's when you start to get old. Okay? And so... I'm trying to keep an open mind about new social medias and new music and movies, et cetera, because even if I don't like it, as long as I can try to figure out a way to appreciate it, I'll, it'll keep you a little young. You know, it's just... So this is your opportunity. It's just like a sandwich. I hate mustard, you know, and you no, like... No, I don't think that's true, though. No, that's not what I'm saying. I, like, I don't like it because I don't get why it's good and if i could understand why it's good it's less about my taste and your taste it's about let's just call it what the statistical realities are trap's cool right now like your hip-hop music with like suicide boys and this type of music and whatever else you want to include with it right and there's a and i don't know any other names that's the one i remember because that's the tattoo you want okay so like there's a bunch of people my age and older, maybe a little bit younger, right now going, I don't even know who the Suicide Boys are. And they're going to they're gonna YouTube a song about it, and they're going to be like, oh, boy. Did you YouTube a song? And no, did you I, go, oh, I'm, oh, I'm oh, telling oh, you, oh, what, I'm trying to give you the, like, the perspective of the other side when they say they don't like trap and they take an old answer to it. Like, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's visually a little hard to not put walls up, which I had too. Nirvana raped me. You know yeah, I mean? no, it, like, yeah, that's, you that's think not it's... new. It, that this just repeats itself every whatever how many years. So like now that we've gone through all that, 
what, what, like, tell me, where's the nirvana? Where's the grunge coolness in the difference in music in this? I wouldn't say that it's like groundbreaking and new. It's more just, you know, it's what's hot right now. And, you know. What's next? Ooh. No one asks these fucking kids this. And they're wrong all the fucking time. But no one asks them about it, so they don't know how to get better at answering that question. What's next? Well, I'd have to say some of the uh, horrorcore type trap music that is popular at this moment in time is probably going to fade away. What the fuck is horrorcore? Oh, I'm not. I don't mean that it, judgy. No, it's not judgy. I mean, I do a little. Yeah, we're gonna be honest. I mean, it's like so. Suicide Boys is like on the brink of like horrorcore, like the sad, scary type rap, and then there's like the. When you say that, you know what I think of? Insane Clown Posse. Suicide Boys is the 2020 Insane Clown Posse. Oh From God! 20, really? Kind of, but not as Thule. Okay, I got to bring the audience in on an argument. Tanner wants to get this tattoo that's something from the Suicide Boys, and you just fucking guaranteed I will never approve. No, 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 no. Not the point. Imagine if your goddamn father had an insane clown posse tattoo. Are you fucking kidding me? They're not like... Do you... Like, really? They're not... Really? They're not, like, exactly the insane clown posse. I mean, they're not even close. Those guys are crazy, but... It's looked at the same way. It's right. Like, no, that's we're, we're, you're making my point, I believe. <laughs> it's here's what they're not juggalos, I mean. No, but that's that like that's the if if ICP if Suicide Boys is twenty twenty ICP, juggalos became lore over time. I mean, these guys don't even like they're just like all the average other Trap rappers. It's I don't know just... any of the trap rappers. I'm not trying to focus on Suicide Boys, nor am I trying to make you uncomfortable about your music taste. Like what you want to like. But, like, if over time it becomes... Like, right now I get it, right? Like, it's edgy and it means something. And, like, I like I get... I get without, I'm not even giving you shit. I get every inch of that. Oh, yeah. I was way more angsty about this shit than you were. You're way cooler than I was. Sorry. No, no, no. That's, I'm, I'm, listen, this is why I know I'm right, and this is how my musical taste is better. You're too cool. You're like, I mean, you're going to hit 24, and you're going to be like, oh, ew. See, there's a chance, but the- there's a thousand percent chance that is true. Nah. Ask every 24 year old you meet. I, you don't even have to ask old people. I ask mean- every 24 year old you meet. The following question. Do you have regrets about your style or taste or culture or thoughts or opinions when you were a senior in high school? Some people I've imagined. 100% of the people will say yes. No way. Yes. Way. I will not regret my hairstyle. I don't regret your hairstyle. One I'm not bit. saying it. All. No, no, no. This is what it is. It's a big thing on this show. It's not that binary. It's not everything about you. It's specifically things like musical taste or hmm. fashion or like you have a cool haircut. I think you're, I think, I, I think you still might have that style when you're 24. That won't, but so that won't be your problem. You have, you'll have other issues like apparently very douchey tattoos. No, 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 no. When I say some people have called them the insane clown posse, just because it's like, 
it's not because they're douchey like the insane cloud posse it's like their fan base you know how the people who really like insane cloud posse yes really like insane clown posse right would okay we're gonna stay down this train of logic for a second though. it's the same way right uh, that's fine okay you want to get a tattoo from an album cover of theirs so what category would that then put you in Possibly a juggalo. Who knows? <laughs> that's, 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 I think one of my greatest fears Man. on earth is that I'm going to raise a fucking juggalo. I think that's how it could be perceived, but it's not. Yes, it I think that is how it could be perceived. <laughs> I think if anybody, if the only true opinion is if I call myself a juggalo, then I'm a juggalo. If anybody else calls me a juggalo, they can think I am. But I'm Okay. Not. I'm willing to live with that. I'm open-minded, trying not to be old. But the second, like, they, they're, you know, like, when I, if I see Suicide Boys YouTube videos about kids' funerals with fucking face paint on, like, all them weirdo juggalos. No, 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 we're, no, Like, we're having a real serious conversation there is about n- the American military. There is none of that. <laughs> there is. Because the line you're, there's a real razor thin line between edgy, cool, and punk, and like ruin your entire fucking life. Oh yeah, no, no, no. Excellent. There's no um, kids' funerals and clown makeup. Not, Good. None, none, none of that. Um. All right. Let's see what else we got here on the list. You want some stories from Elsester? You might have heard some of these. You've never listened to this show. So I like to give people stories from my childhood in the sleepy little town of Elsester, South Dakota, which you have been to. Please tell everybody what you think about Elsester, South Dakota. And you can be honest because what? who gives a shit? I am 100% sure that there's been a murder in the school. The gas station hasn't changed in 9 billion years. All accurate. And I think that's... Well, no, the gas station also became in the grocery store. I thought it was just a convenience store. I kind of thought that's what small towns in South Dakota called... No, we got an actual grocery store. I mean, you know, it'd be hard to fill a charcuterie board, but, yeah, you know, it's I mean, technically a grocery store. Technically. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> the gas station on the corner is technically right. a grocery store. But, I mean, there's not really a whole lot else. There's a lot of old people. A lot of old people. And a lot of sadness in the air at times. Sometimes. Well, that's because you're back for, like, funerals and shit. It's very quiet. Oh, boy. Okay. Well, it did not, it's, not, it's not always quiet all the time because I've got, from time to time, a, a, a nugget of memory will pop up, and, and I'll tell you a story about Elsister, a sleepy little town in southeastern South Dakota, which is, I, here's how I kind of, I look at it as half, like, Andy Griffith and half, PG Breaking Bad. Wait, people are selling drugs in Alcester. Yeah, yeah. Less methy redneck and more and I kind of mean this in a good way, tractor pull redneck. So not breaking bad, that's not fair. Like Track. half Andy Griffith, half Duck Dynasty. Mm. Accurate? Yeah, that's probably a good way okay. to put it. Okay. <laughs> There's a guy named Oh, I don't know if I can say his name. I'm just thinking of the rules here. And, like, maybe the statue of limitations. How, how long ago? 
Mm, grandpa would be younger than me a little. Way past you. Way past still. <laughs> but let's keep it. Let's just call him. Let's just call him Ted. Unless it's a murder. Well, there's what like I don't know if we there's that's not a yarn I want to start to pull on necessarily. Let's just call him Ted and nobody. No, you know. Listen, it's fair. <laughs> this is a story from El Sister. Believe it. Don't believe it. I'm not saying it's fact. This is how I remember it or how it's been told to me. So a guy named Ted, real tough son of a bitch, right? Just a real, like, built like a just a tank, and he was tough. And he would get into, do you know what Iron Man contests are? Did you, you've never grown up with any of these. Isn't that where you, like, run a bunch? And... No. Um, well, yeah, that's Iron Man. What am I thinking of? Tough Man. Tough Man competition. just, like, throwing kegs above your head and stuff? No, that's what it is with the ESPN version now because insurance liabilities are a thing. Back in the day, you just kind of duct-taped off a boxing ring and then beat the shit out of each other. Oh, that's kind of fun. Yeah, and, <laughs> and, like, this dude, Ted, this dude would just, that was his thing. He would he would win these things and drink beer, and he was tough, and he loved to fight. And he was can be, at times, an asshole. Goes to the bar. Mm. Bowl of peanuts on the bar. Picks up a peanut. Sits it down next to the guy who is next to him. That's my peanut. Don't fucking touch my peanut. Turns around, talks to dad and his friends, and they're drinking beer. And every few minutes, he would turn around, leave the conversation that he was in with my dad and his friends, go to the stranger who he did not know at all, and remind him that that was his fucking peanut. Don't don't touch his peanut. That's just a fight there. Just a fight, right? <laughs> Jesus. So he'd poke and poke and poke, and finally the guy would be like, you know, leave, or he, and this is kind of what he was hoping for, He'd grab the peanut and eat it, and, and Ted would just knock him the fuck out right away. And then he'd wait until someone else sat down, and he'd grab another peanut and go, that's my fucking peanut. Elsister. One half Andy Griffith, one half Duck Dynasty. It's That's a little trashier, Duck Dynasty. Yeah, that is. Duck that Dynasty is, that still is. has family dinners and church. <laughs> and no, but like that's the other thing. I can defend this guy quite a bit. Heart, heart of gold. And, and, and like serious mental obvious issues. And none of that is cool and all of that is terrible. Oh, obviously. Yeah. So while the funny stories that get told are fucking crazy, he would also help, you know, give you the shirt off his back when he could keep his shit together. You know what I mean? One of these guys. Like, don't be this guy ever. Just keep your shit together. Talk to somebody. I mean, you do the good parts. Just don't beat the ever living shit out of people. Well, I mean, peanuts. They, for peanuts. <laughs> okay, there's, uh, let's see. I'll do, I'll save, I want to, there's some legal, I just want to check on some legal on a couple of other stories I want to tell on this guy. Same guy. He's going to make some repeat performances here on the Book of Murdoch. Um, Statue of limitations is something you should probably look up. Yes, mostly that's true, but let's just cover our ass a little bit. We've got advertisers now. we got to be cool about this stuff. Agreed. Okay. Um, I can do one more. Um. Oh, you kind of know about this. Gramadonna's sex rabbits. What now? What you now? Don't know these? No, no. Repeat what you just said. Gramadonna, your great Gramadonna. I know her. I know her. Yes. Sex rabbits. I don't know that part. Yeah, you've seen them. Oh, the Grand wooden Madonna, ones. Yes. Oh, Grand, yeah. Never mind. Gramadonna. <laughs> this is this is more of a personal story from my sister. One of my favorite things to do. When we would, get, when you were at the age in high school, this is, wish, I wish you weren't in this room here, but you're here, so let's just be transparent. The age in high school where you fuck around and drink a little beer and blah, 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 right? Me? And, Never. and some friends would come back and they would be college kids and you can get a little beer and as long as you had a sober driver, you know, but I'm not asking you to admit anything. I'm just telling you that's what it is. Like, listen, the shit that you do, we all did, and the shit that we all did, our parents did. Oh, yeah. No oh, one's yeah. breaking new ground here. Okay. Hmm. <laughs> 
around Easter, we'd all just come back and just get shit faced. And Grandma Donna had these wooden Easter bunnies that would sit. They were like plywood, and like they would perpendicularly. Yeah, they're in our basement right now. They would perpendicularly sit like. You know, one would be eating grass and one would be looking up, and it, you know, but if you could, because of the way of that you could take them apart and put them together, you could kind of maneuver them into different sexual positions. And like the first time we did it, we just thought we were really hilarious. But the eighth time we did it, we really thought we were funny because now we're way over 21 and it's just getting embarrassing. But those are the sex rabbits. I have those rabbits in my basement because your grandfather. He set them up in the yard. Set them up to have some sex in my front lawn. I damn near just left them up. But, you know, we've got neighbors. They'll be back on Easter, though. Oh, yeah. If you want to carry on the tradition. Did Grandma grandma ever find that out? Grandma Donna. So, like, at first it was funny because she was livid. Oh, yeah. Because You know, very Lutheran. Very, you know. Knowing Grandma Donna. Grandma Donna. Grandma Donna's not a sex rabbit kind of gal. (laughs) So... But then we did it again because she was so mad, and that was what was so funny. And then all the other family laughed. So we knew we had some cover. You know what I mean? Like, you know you had lawyers in the room. By the fourth year, she would, like, like towards the end, she would, she would, be, she would like, text me, and, like, I put the rabbits out. Like, it, and it, so it kind of. Oh, did she know it was you by the yeah. end? Yeah. Nah. Like, she knew it was us right away. Mm. But that didn't sound, it was so funny. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because, you know. It is. It's Elsa, sir. A block away, a dude fucking on the back of a house wrote Oscar the Grouch giving his neighbor the finger in the ballad of fucking Roland. <laughs> I forgot about that Ed and Roland <laughs> from a few episodes back. See, podcast might be your speed, man. Although you can't listen to him now. Now you can't listen to this fucking show until I'm dead. That's what I said. I can't listen to it. I can't even listen to this episode. You can listen to this episode if you want. That's cheating. I do think so. Really, it is. It's kind of cheating. There's like 20 minutes before... No, I think you got to go the whole run. Oh, yeah. No, it's cheating. This might be thousands of episodes by then. That's years and years and years. Well, I I mean, thousands probably sounds a little aggressive. That's cheating. Let's go. Let's go hundreds. Yeah. And act like that's a number that's feasible. But it's cheating to listen to any. So you're really going to not listen to them until I'm dead. Mm -hmm. And then you're going to start listening to them Mm -hmm. when I am 38 years old Mm -hmm. as I start, Mm -hmm. which will be kind of roughly the age that you will be. Jeez, I hope not. That's not even that long. That's like no, geez. not like I'm not halfway there. I, what, like, but in the window, you know yeah. what I mean. Like, maybe you'll be in your fifties or whatever. But that's still relative. You know what I mean? Like, it's not even that close. Well, no, but like, I'm fucking. You're telling me, holy shit. But like, you'll listen to it kind of it, like it'll catch up kind of fast. Like you'll be like I'll be your age ish. Go, oh my God! I better make sure there's some good fucking lessons in here. Fix like your credit is super important. Don't let it fuck up. <laughs> I mean, depending on how old I am, the credit would have been. That's what I'm. At that, that right. That's why we're sneaking a live <laughs> one in right now. Yeah, I don't like have make a, sure your credit's good I don't and hold like, the door and don't brag about your blowjobs. In any sense don't, of don't that have, definition, don't have, don't have to worry about the last <laughs> one. So let's just okay, move good. on. <laughs> All right, we've done not quite an hour. Let's do some sponsor plugs real quick. Um, if you'd like to save 83% on your next all-inclusive adult or family vacation, go to MurdochJones.com and click on the book VIP link. There's Cancun. There's all kinds of places in Mexico and the Caribbean. Even if you don't want to go international and you just want to do Orlando or Vegas or any of these stuff, they have all of that, and you can save 
thousands of dollars. Uh, it's all at uh, Book VIP, and just go to MurdochJones.com. Click that link to support it. Also, we are brought to you, and this is brand new. In fact, this is the reason we're recording an episode here uh, this late at night. Um, we are brought to you by Onnit, O-N-N-I-T. If you go to onnit.com slash Murdoch, you will find you can get 10% off, off of anything. And Onnit is a total human optimization company. Um, yes, this is the Joe Rogan company on it. Um, it it's, he's, he's one of the owners of this company, actually. They have supplements and they have nutrition and apparel and fitness equipment. And they've got, um, the reason I know it is because of Alpha Brain. I also, I love their hemp protein powder. It's super, it, it's really clean. It, like, I like eating protein powder, which boys make fun of me of because it's hippie. Looks in, yeah. Well, and it like tastes like, you know, trash. Trash. <laughs> the, this on it hemp protein taste delicious and it is super good for you um alpha brain is the one i know and take um it's a nootropic of sorts and it um it helps with your memory and your focus um because like your young testosterone filled 18 year old brain has no problem big ups right you get a little old and everything it's like an older house right there's some drafts in the windows and like there's some drafts in the brain right so you, this is kind of what i'm taking that for anyways give it a shot i try it um, I, I can, I, I can vouch for it. Um, and it took me a long time to put this deal together, man. The guys at on are super cool. So, uh, you can support them by supporting me. Go to onnit.com slash Murdoch, O-N-N-I-T.com slash M-U-R-D-O-C. You get 10% of anything you order and that helps this show. So thanks for listening and we'll see you nerds next week. Thanks for coming on Tanner. Yes, sir. Any parting wisdom of words? Ooh, shit. Here's what we'll do. What do you want to tell yourself in the future? Oh, shit. This could be a new bit. You can kind of randomly come on and like, or just you can even text it to me and I can give future you messages. Don't get an insane clown posse tattoo. God damn right. I mean, I mean, solid, right? You just got to think about it. Do you really think 65-year-old you is going to be in the danger of that? Although when you're 65, get all the goddamn ICP tattoos you want. Who gives a shit? You're 65. I mean, yeah. Who knows? If you think of any, open platform, anytime you want. You just got to, like, what is the advice to future you? Don't freeze to death. Don't freeze to death. Because that would suck. Because that would suck. Thanks for listening. It's time for the credits. I need to cut some credits. The Book of Murdoch. This has been a Home Slice audio production. This particular credit was recorded in Studio 2A. Executive producer is Mark. <laughs> He's in my cell phone as Mark fucking Houston. <laughs> Executive producers Mark Houston, engineering Chris Jaquez. I think it's Jaquez. I call him Jaquez. And he is certainly the smartest man at Home Slice when it comes to technical abilities. I'm Murdoch. I wrote this uh, photo and videography by Russ Danger Haddon. And all graphic design done by our chief brand officer, Robert Tiberius Henry. See more shows at homesliceaudio.com or check out the homeslicegroup.com. Thanks for listening. Give this a like or a share, and you have a great day. Mark has to listen to this, and he's going to be so annoyed, and that tickles my fancy. <laughs> so leave this goddamn piece in. <laughs>